This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of christylittlejones.com, episode number 137. Don't we all wish that when we made a decision that it turned out the way we hoped? How do you trust yourself again and your ability to make a decision when the result is disappointing or even devastating? How do you trust your heart again to open up to someone new after divorce? In today's episode, join me and Nicole Clough of My Tilted Crown Productions for a conversation about what you can do to trust your heart again and your ability to make a decision after divorce. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Today's episode is our monthly collaboration between the Wife Wisdom Podcast and My Tilted Crown Productions. We come together once a month to focus on, encourage, support, and champion women who may be separated or divorced right now, but still have a desire to be married. So let me tell you a little bit about Nicole Clough and how My Tilted Crown came about. Nicole was married and had three children. Life was pretty normal until... 14 years later, one day, her husband didn't want to be married anymore. She was devastated. She had never planned for this. She found herself as a single mom of three teenagers. But in true fashion, she turned lemons into lemonade and created My Tilted Crown Productions as an encouragement to women whose crown had been tilted by life's unforeseen circumstances, but it didn't change the powerful woman within. Because you are not married does not mean that you don't have or can't cultivate the heart of a wife. So thank you for joining me for today's episode with founder and CEO of My Tilted Crown Productions, Nicole Clough. Hey, sis. Hey. So excited. How are you? Good, good, good to have you again to talk. I love our conversations. They're they're just so insightful and fun. But, you know, I don't know. Who doesn't like to have girlfriend conversations? I, right? I, I have no clue. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> they're so awesome. And especially when you can really be authentic, you can be real, you can share your opinion without judgment. You can, you know, just be honest. It's just just very filling. And so thank you. And today we are going to talk about trusting yourself after divorce. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Woosah, woosah. Woosah, woosah. Because so many 
I think so many of us, women at least, mm-hmm. you know, after they make a decision and they fail, right? Or right. they think they failed. Because right. every decision, even though it may not turn out the way we want it to be, it's, it's we've learned from it, mm-hmm. right? So that's a win. Mm-hmm. And we, we grow from it. We know what to do, what not to do. Mm-hmm. What happens is oftentimes it makes us shrink because yes. we feel like we knew what the outcome was going to be. And then if we didn't, if the outcome didn't turn out to be what we thought it would, then we, then we shrink back from, oh, I can't make a decision or, right. oh, I don't trust myself or, oh, I, I don't, I don't know anymore. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to make a decision because I thought I knew and it didn't work out because I remember the same thing when I was, when I went through my divorce and I was preparing, Adrian had asked me to marry him. And I was like, um, I don't know if I, if I now trust (laughs) (laughs) voice, I don't know if I trust Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing Mm -hmm. because I thought it was only going to be married once. Yes. So the fact that you are right in that space, I think Mm -hmm. it is so, it's so fresh and you know, really want to hear your thoughts about, about that and how you are learning to trust yourself again, how you're learning to, to trust the voice in your, just even trusting your spirit to know that any decision that you make is, is, is okay. Right, right, right. What you're going through. (laughs) Oh my gosh. First of all, as always, sis, thank you so much for just creating this space, you know, this space to share and to encourage and to support women who are in this same space or ahead of me or coming behind me. And just to be able to have the conversation to invite them in and say, listen, sis, I'm, I'm riding with you. You know, I got you. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> to trust yourself again. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you, I didn't really think I would be, you know, I was really young in the Lord when I first heard God speak to me. Um, you know, whether it was about my, my ex-husband or not, when I heard him speak to me, it was one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh, like he's really speaking to me. And, and, I, and I knew it was his voice and I was um, just so excited to be led by him and to be, you know, guided and, 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 and on the, the road of purpose is what was in my mind, right? So to hear God speak to me about marriage was, of course, what we were we were trained to do, you know, we were developed into that, you know, God is going to lead you and you're a good thing and you're going to be found. And you know, how, you know, how we're, we're told in church, how things are going to go. Right. right. So, so when, when that everything unfolded, you know, there's a confidence that comes when you know, God speaks to you and the fulfillment of that is such an emboldening experience. Like it leads you to just really embrace spending time and listening and and getting the direction and the clarity that you need for life, right? And I was just like, so just taken aback, like, oh my gosh, you really spoke to me. This thing is really coming to pass. So here we are 15 years later and okay, it's not worked out. 
So here's how the enemy tricks you, right? I think sometimes we feel that because things don't follow within the line of our vision or the way we intended, then obviously it wasn't God. And I think that is what the enemy wants you to do is to question, right? did you hear God say? Because who was the first person he did that with? Right. Eve. Oh, Eve, right. In the garden. Did God really say? So if he can get us as women, the ones who really are intuitive to being led by the spirit of God, did God really say? And if the disappointment or the discouragement that you experience through any situation where you believe God is leading you, if that pops up, you know the enemy is going to come. Mm, God ain't say that. Absolutely. That was you. <laughs> so that right. was you. And so then you begin to question, am I really hearing God? And then in that process causes you then to shrink back from really seeking. Well, maybe not everybody. Okay. Cause I'm not talking about everyone. I'm just talking about my experience. Yeah. And so it just caused me to shrink back from, well, can I trust God said this? And God really spoke to me and said that he was going to work things out in my marriage. I got several words from people, people me chasing me down <laughs> in the street, people me seeing me in the grocery store, hold on girl, trust God. And you know, I mean, I felt like I didn't got so many words from the Lord. <laughs> I'm on prophecy overload. (laughs) So I felt, I felt, you know, confident that yes, God was going to turn things around. And then when it didn't happen, you know, I just sort of like, was like, I must not be hearing God, Mm. you know, that questioning and that doubt and that, you know, um, that just not, even, just, not, right? not just just discouragement and just 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 not being clear just not being clear and I just started to just not even trust it you know not trusting anything and just my god you know this was this was a big blow for me yeah. and so how do I get back and I was sharing with a, 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 the ladies in my Bible study on Wednesday. It's just, I really shouldn't even call it Bible study. It's, it's, it's our church anywhere group. And we're, we just get together and we encourage one another and support each other as we listen to the word that our pastor preaches on Sunday. And this is something that came up last week because we were talking about, you know, being discouraged and how you can just move forward. And this scripture is such an amazing uh, it was amazing and insightful to me, Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. It says in the Amplified Classic Version, to everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear that to everything there is a season, you know, that lets me know that things are going to be continually changing. Things are going to be dying. Things are going to be growing. Things are going to be, you know, awakening. Things are going to be radiating. There are things that are going to, it's just going to be totally different from time to time. And we have to realize that as God, he doesn't change, even though the seasons in our life do, that he remains constant. And even if something has been said or that you believe God spoke this thing, the, the, the follow-up to that is Ecclesiastes 15, mm. where it says, that which is now present already has been, and that which is to be already has been. Mm. 
And God seeks that which has passed by so that history or his story repeats itself. And so everything that God has for us has been written. It's that, it's that space between that, that time and that season, a time to live, a time to die, a time to mm-hmm. laugh, a time to mourn. It's that space between that, that space between your experiences yes. is a place of surrender. So good. And if we can learn to surrender mm-hmm. and in that surrender, daily engage simple obedience we will live out the plan and the purpose of God for our lives, even when it doesn't look like the way we plan. Because guess what? His plans are always better. Mm. You know, even when we think, you know, everybody has a free will. So everybody may not be on board right. with what God wants to do. So if a marriage dissolves or if somebody leaves or a loved one is lost, yeah, God is so much bigger than your experience. And he's able to get you to that place of experiencing that next beautiful season if you could just learn to surrender and trust him. Why is that so hard for us? Oh my gosh, because we're cerebral. (laughs) We're human beings. (laughs) Wow. It's maturity. Mm. It takes maturity to really be able to find. a place of peace in every situation because it's out of our control, you know? And I think because we don't have control of it and because it doesn't look like the way we planned it, I think, I think, you know, I think there's something to be said. Like we have to have a plan. We have to be strategic. We have to have goals, you right? Um, but in that, if we don't, if we don't ask God about them, if, it, if our goals are because we saw our sister do it or our brother do it or their business is looking like that or their business looking like that and we just trying to emulate what somebody else has done, let me tell you, we follow in the wrong plan. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's, but it's when we allow God to really order our steps. You know, when we allow God to um, go before us and prepare the way, we have to abandon that. Think about the, what is it? Um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Remember when they had to go get the, the Holy Grail? Yes. And he got to that place where he had to take that leap of faith, mm-hmm. that abandonment, that trust. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Mm. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So there, first of all, Indiana Jones, that whole series is like totally one of my favorites. I know, right. Love it. Um, and I remember that and, you know, he, the hesitation that comes before taking the leap and trusting, you know, it's interesting because those of us even who say, you know, we know God, we love God, we have a relationship with God, oftentimes struggle with trusting him fully. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so I think too, it also comes with practice. Absolutely. Right. Where you, there's, you know, it's like baby steps. Mm-hmm. You have to trust him with one thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're like, oh, okay, yes, he's mm-hmm. there. He's always there. Right. And then you trust him again with a bigger thing and then trust him with a bigger thing. And then, you know, it's just like everything else. I believe that it's, it's an experience yep. and an encounter, but also we have to remember 
what he how he showed up when we did the small thing and we did the bigger thing and we did the bigger 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 thing right yes. we can't we can't forget those times when we're making a a choice to leap in the biggest area of our lives yeah right absolutely so that may mean trusting that you want to be married again and trusting the process of being available and open to dating again yeah right or making a the jumping into moving right to a new city because you want to start fresh and you don't want to be reminded of the things around you right? right or you know all of these things are really big decisions they are and so what suggestions ideas tips techniques that you do you have for practical ways to start trusting again such a great question um and and it takes me back to how i really started to develop my faith Mm. and you just have to pick that area where you can start believing god again um you know where i first started was it's going to sound so silly, but it's true. I started with parking spaces mm-hmm. and believing God for the best parking space in the parking <laughs> yeah. lot. Not, not just one time, steps, right? but like every time, you know, and that may, and that may, it may be something totally different. Yeah. You know, it may not be parking spaces, but it's believing God in those natural everyday things that seem to be important to you that God can begin to open up doors for you and then celebrating that. And I love when you said putting yourself in remembrance of what he's already done. I think gratitude creates the space for all of your forward momentum. Yes. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like your closet. It's like, how can you get new things? And I used to tell this to my kids. I'm like, why do you still have clothes in your closet that you can't fit? Now I used to do this too. And I'm like, why do you still have clothes? Like, I can't buy you new clothes if it looks like you have all new clothes already. Mm-hmm. So get rid of the stuff you're not wearing, you're not using, and make space, make room for what's to come. So we have to do that in our lives. We have to make room for the advancement of, of God's purpose in our lives and trusting him. Mm-hmm. And, 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 w- and even when you set out to do it, you know, a, a, another thing I used to do, and you know, my kids are teenagers now, so you, you know how far back this is. And I'm, I'm working, <laughs> as I'm telling you, but this was one of my favorite, favorite times of God just showing up, um, is when I used to believe God at Walmart for a cart for three kids. Like that was a Aww. big deal. Like they're teenagers now. So this, but, but this is how my journey was. Um, of just like, God, I have these three kids. I got to go shopping. So I really need your help to have the right cart because what? I can't do this with kids and a stroller and all that. And we would, they only had three of them. And most of the time they were taken, but every time we would come, we, I said, okay, girls, let's pray for our cart. And, and it was teaching them as well. Totally. And we would get there and we're like, oh my gosh, there's a cart. There's the cart. We're like, yay, thank you, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so awesome. we have to do that in our, in our life now. And so it, it, to me, it's about believing God for connections or believing God for just favor wherever yes. you go. And, and when you see that favor meet up with what your expectation is, just thank him. Um, just the other day I did that. I was like, okay, God, I, I bought this shampoo. 
Um, I don't see it in my basket. I had a couple bags there. I believe I left it there. I don't see it in my house. I said, okay, Lord, I'm just asking you for favor. And they just said, okay, go on the shelf and go get it. You know, if you find it when you get home, just bring it back. That's all we're asking. I'm like, absolutely. And I'm like, that's the favor of God. You know, those mm -hmm. are the small steps we take. Um, connections with people, you know, people I've wanted to connect to. God has made those opportunities happen. Yeah. So we just have to start small and, and celebrate the win. I love that. I love that because I, I, I really really pray and would love for each one of our listeners to really understand that, that God has given them the power to create yes. the power to manifest the life that they, that they see in their mind's eye. But, you know, it's interesting because we have to be really honest with ourselves because if we're negative people and we're creating the life that we see, then guess what? It's going to be negative. It's it going is. to be hard. It's going to be, um, you know, full of struggle. Whereas we literally can change the, what we see. We can change the, our, our perception of things mm -hmm. and literally, like you said, create, open up the space mm -hmm. to receive Yes. What it is that we desire. If it's so cluttered and full of junk, then there's no room. That's so right. even trusting yourself, trusting your heart, mm -hmm. trusting your own voice, trusting your decisions after divorce, it's so important to one, identify what it is that you are wanting to trust. So right. if you're wanting to date again, right, and you are scared to death <laughs> right <laughs> to move into that space that one you acknowledge that okay god doesn't give me a spirit of fear so why am i afraid mm -hmm. right but then you have to recognize that you are now living in the experience of your past yes and you can never move forward if you are living to living in the experience of your past Absolutely. You can't. You can't. So now we've got to really reframe, right? Reprogram our thinking around, okay, when I make a decision to move forward, every man is not like the bad experience that I had last year, last month, 10 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. That you do not bring that, the emotion of that, you don't yes. bring the experience of that into your current into your present day, right? into your future. Right. And that takes a getting beyond yourself. It's getting beyond your, the experience, the, the, even the negative experience. And, but most people live in the emotion and experience of the past. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've got to to be so aware, self-aware, even mm -hmm. consciously and subconsciously to know what's kind of coming up, what's showing up because your conscious is right. What you think your subconscious is what you really believe, like your right. deepest beliefs. Right. So if you don't, if there's no awareness at all, of what's going on, you're going to just go around and around and around and around in the same circles year after year after year after year. Uh, I mean, <laughs> right. Children of Israel, 40 years, 11 yeah. day journey. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do we do? Get, 
Get to know you. I mean, you know, I think in this process, you know, someone asked me if I was ready to date again, and I'm like, absolutely not, you know, um, because I felt like I was a totally different person before I got married, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I morphed into a woman that I really don't understand at this point. Mm -hmm. And so now I have to develop and transform into the woman who I've been created to be Mm -hmm. after divorce. Right. And so that takes some time. That takes some time of sitting with yourself. I think I, I love some of the suggestions that you've given um, in your love experience of, of how mm-hmm. to really flush out those things that are in your mind and to really begin to reprogram. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the power of the subconscious mind mm-hmm. and it's so important. Like what we believe seriously mm-hmm. Huge. charts and courts are, I mean, you need to just figure out what is it that you really believe? Because people, people believe in God, mm-hmm. but they don't believe God. Right. And so we can convolute that thought. Oh yeah, I believe God. I believe God. You believe in God, mm-hmm. but the power to really believe that all things are possible mm-hmm. it's to him who believes. So you've got to believe God to experience the all things that are possible. And uh, many times we were just not in that space because if we weren't, we would see different manifestations in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, right. we would be, we would see so many different things because God is the same God. He's the same miraculous God. He still does the same thing he was doing in the beginning that he will do in the end. Yes. He does not change. And so the manifestation of his word is really based upon our ability to truly believe and trust him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is so good. And so I do, I believe that, that trust, trusting takes practice too. You know, it's kind of like in a, in a new relationship, you know, you meet someone and you, let's say you schedule time to meet for, for tea or coffee. Right. So Mm -hmm. that is, that's an example of even learning to trust, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. are they going to show up? And when they, when they show up on time, you're like, oh, yay. So wait, they're reliable. I can trust that, you know, they say, they, 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 they say what they, or they do what they say they're going to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So then you move to the next level and it may be dinner, right? So then now they show up, they're on time or they communicate while I'm in traffic you know, I'll be there about 10 minutes late, but then now you're establishing the trust yes. that, yes. okay, the, the, the experience of being in relationship with this person, I can trust that if they're not going to be here on time, which they normally are, they at least will communicate that they're mm-hmm. running late. Mm-hmm. And so again, and then it builds and builds yes. and builds. And so I believe that even in this, in trusting our heart, again, after we've experienced something that did not turn out the way we wanted, mm-hmm. that in, in the newness of making a decision or taking action to move forward into a space that we desire, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, that we have to be open to at least taking the action Yes. To see what we, what is, what we receive in return. 
right? So if you right. never set the appointment to, hey, do you want to meet for coffee or do you want to meet for lunch? If you never take the action to do that, then you never receive the, you never get the feedback mm -hmm. from the person or the experience that, okay, you can trust it. It's okay. Right. Yes. Yes. But so good. Sometimes we don't even want to take the action. True that. <laughs> we just stay stuck and like, oh, I'll just let life kind of, you just know, happen. Yeah. Happen and whisk me away wherever. Mm -mm. No, we've got to take the action. Yes. So not only do we need to learn how to surrender and, but in the process of surrendering, it really is taking, making a decision and taking action. So if that's like taking the, making the decision that, no, I'm not ready. To mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a choice, right? Yes. That's a decision, but that's yep. perfect. As opposed to letting, you know, guys all over like, Hey, you want to go out? Hey, you're like, Okay, right? Sure. Not, you haven't made the decision, right? To say, nope, right now I need to focus on me. I need to focus yep. on getting to know me. Yep. And, you know, I'll call you. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but I just think that taking action is so powerful because then it gives God something to work with. Yes. Right? He then, at that point, once we make the decision and we take action, you know what? I made a decision to move. Right. right. I made the decision to move. Now you're taking, taking steps to move. Now God can open up the doors. Here's an apartment or here's a condo, or now you have a cousin who has a house that they're not using that you can move into rent-free, like, because you made the decision, the decision. and you've taken action. So that's the, I think the biggest thing in really learning how to trust your heart again is just make the decision and take action. Amen. Amen. I love, love, love. That is so good. Yes. Make the decision and take action. Like, yeah. and, and here's the thing, take action with yourself first. Like, yeah. I know I'm not ready to date because you know what, if I'm not showing up for myself in the morning to get to the gym, or if I'm not showing yeah. up for myself to just take that time to pamper me, I can't expect somebody else to show up and do those things for me. Mm -hmm. I just can't. So for me, it's about being present with me that I even have something to even give when it comes for dating. Like I, okay. right now, I just, that's just not on my mind. Mm -hmm. So I, I agree. Letting yourself know what you're available for and taking those steps. Yeah. I am available for this period or I'm not available for that mm -hmm. and deciding those things and doing it. So That's good, good sis. Yes. yes. And just even giving yourself you. permission. Yes. You know, giving yourself permission that, no, I'm not available for that. Yes. Or no, I, I cannot do that. Or I cannot help you. Like saying no, giving your, yourself permission to say no is so powerful. It especially is. for us as women, you know, many, many of us have not really exercised that power. Right. Ever. And then once we do, we're it's like, kinda, whoa. I know. <laughs> You know, and people are like that go right <laughs> she said no exactly. <laughs> that's right I said no <laughs> exactly and so so good so so those of you who are listening we just want to encourage you not only to surrender in between in the in-between mm -hmm. right surrender right. in the in-between your experiences whatever season you are in whatever season you find yourself in to really press into surrendering mm -hmm. that, that this is there, this is the time 
that you are supposed to rest. You're supposed to relax. You're supposed to really not have to push, push, push. We are used to pushing all the time, right? All of the time. Push, 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 push. But just recognize the season you're in. Recognize the season. It's okay to take a breath. It's okay to take a pause. It's okay to put your feet up. It's okay to give yourself permission to spend time with you. Yes. Learning what it is that you need in this season. What is it that's going to best support and, and serve you right now. And in that process, make the decision. If you need to step back, if you need a sabbatical, if you need support, if you need therapy, if you need um, a vacation, if you need like, what is it that you need Mm -hmm. right now? And it's going to be foreign to many of you because you are so used to making decisions for everyone else. So when you have to make a decision for you, it feels weird because you're like, "Mm, I have no idea what I want. I have no idea what I need. That's perfect. Now you have the opportunity to figure it out. You have the opportunity and the space to really get, go deep into really, who are you? We become so-and-so's mom, we become so-and-so's wife, we become so-and-so's manager, we become so-and-so's, you know, neighbor, all of these things. But who are you? What is it that you need to feel loved? What is it that you need to feel supported? What is it that you need to feel full and, and happy and complete and on purpose? And, you know, what are these things? Like, ask yourself these questions. And really spend quiet time, undistracted, right? Quiet time answering these questions for yourself so that you truly can move to a place of making a decision and taking action to whatever that is. Because even when you don't take action, it's a decision, right? Yes. What else do you want to leave our listeners with today? Oh my gosh, that was so good. I was like, Uh, and and I think I would just say I just want to encourage you to to just not allow time to be a bully. Don't let time bully you. You know you are so important to to the process, to the purpose, to who you are. You are so important that all of those factors that take time let it take time. Steep as long as you have to steep. Mm-hmm. Let let the beauty and the fragrance and the vibrancy that you have as a woman, let it mature to the place it needs to so that when you pour out, when you give of yourself, it is full, it is robust, it is amazing. Um, your presence and your purpose is so well received. It is it'll be satisfying to whomever you pour into next or wherever it is that you go, whatever it is that you create, it's going to be a full extension of who you are, not all of the broken pieces that you have. Yeah. So, so good. So good. I always 
love our conversation mm-hmm. and you know I know the listeners do as well they just it's um, so rich and get so much value so thank you as always for Absolutely. for just your your sharing your wisdom and insight I so appreciate it and so again cannot wait for uh, just our continued collaboration. Yes. <laughs> we have some exciting things we coming do. that we can't oh wait gosh. to share with you. Yes. And so again, thank you so much, sis. Thank continue you. to um, to just be the example that you are to so many of us. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, and made you feel like you were not alone. So thank you for joining me. If we are not connected on social media, please come on over and say hello. DM me on Instagram at wife.wisdom. I'm always looking to give you the best content that supports you and serves you. So please send me your ideas for topics for podcasts, as well as let me know how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you or how it has supported you and brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of these testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. Lastly, would you please do me a huge favor and rate and review my podcast if you have not already. It really helps the podcast to be seen and found on all of the platforms. So in order to rate and review, if you have an iPhone or an iPad, please go down, scroll down to the very first episode. It will say, write a review. So you click on the number of stars and you write your review right there. Unfortunately, if you have an Android, there isn't an easy way for you to rate and review the podcast at this time, but I would still love, love, love to hear from you over on Instagram. Rating and reviewing helps get the word out about the podcast to other women who are also looking for wife wisdom. So please continue to share with your family, your friends, and of course, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next time. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.